Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and I'm joined virtually by Christian Garcia. Cheers. So you may notice that this episode looks a little different if you're on YouTube, sounds a little different if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or what have you. And that's because me and Christian had an incredible week last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's uh it, it was a trying week for sure so uh but it is good to be back um podcasting and uh we appreciate you guys stopping by liking subscribing following doing all the cool stuff that the websites tell you to do and checking out our patreon patreon.com slash nerds with friends as well T- tell me about your week christian and then i'll, I'll share about <laughs> yeah i was week. gonna say i feel like we should mention why it's been a rough yeah. week. um well i got covid um and i managed to hit every branch on the way down in terms of symptoms so (laughs) like um loss of taste the other day which really sucked um i I taste now but oh good yeah some people lose their taste and smell for months no and it wasn't like it wasn't all of it but it was definitely got dulled uh, my fiance was just like, so she, she loves the Bed Bath & Beyond, not Bed Bath & Beyond, what's, what's a smelly ass place? Bath & Body Works? Bath & Body Works, no, the hipster one. Um, I don't know. That's Stonestown, like, once you go in, the smell just hits you in the fucking face. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, and, like, she has a bunch of, like, soap stuff, and, like, normally, like, I, I smell it everywhere, and I didn't smell it, and she's like, yeah, I don't smell it either. And then I was like, whoa, like maybe we, we lost uh, some of our sense of smell. And I have a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos and I started eating it. And I was like, no, 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 like I taste. And then she had some, so, oh, I tasted too. I was like, and then we were both like, no, we feel the heat, but I don't really, I, I taste tasted it. it, but not that much. And then we started having other things like, and I have these caramel uh, banana uh, healthy things, something or other. I was like, oh my god, I don't taste the sweet. Like this fucking sucks. And we were both like just just like freaking out. Um, strangely enough, I cracked open an IPA and I had I was like, nope, I definitely taste it. <laughs> yeah, that's a strong flavor for sure. <laughs> she had it, and she's like, Oh, because she hates IPAs, and she had a sip. She's like, Well, oh, it tastes sweet. And I'm like, Yeah, your taste buds are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's but that true. one. That went away the next day, but body aches, uh, shiver, fevers, sweats, diarrhea, foggy head, like all of it. Oh, all that sounds it. great. Yeah. Um, even had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> it was funny as I had an appointment with my doctor like this um, via um, Zoom, and she had COVID. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> she was doing it from home, and she had COVID, and I was telling her my symptoms. And she was like, yeah, you're not going back to work yet. Uh, she gave me a doctor's note, which I submitted to work. And uh, what, what? <laughs> she was also, she was asking my age. This wasn't my regular doctor. This was my doctor was out. So it was a doctor I'd never seen. And she was asking for like my height, my weight. And she's like, oh yeah, um, we're definitely going to have to get you this. I'm going to send you some medicine. And she's like, uh, because, um, because you're overweight and all this stuff. I was like, I must have made a face or something. <laughs> Because she was just like, well, I can see that you're muscular. <laughs> she was just like, so I'm not concerned about your weight. But um, 
because I'm 165 and I guess from my height that's like not good or some shit and she's just like yeah we're, <laughs> you're we're obese <laughs> and then but yeah she's like oh but looking at you the camera you look muscular so I'm not I'm not that concerned but I was just Jesus Christ I came here for you to help me not to get fucking roasted by like yeah. new doc <laughs> so I have some meds here that definitely have been uh been helping is it, yeah, the, fucking, is it the horse tranquilizer or whatever? Yellow pills and also uh, it has a horse on the bottle. It's not just, not, not for humans. Yeah, not, don't do not ingest. <laughs> just rub on the outside of your skin, not only, near your eyes. Only uh, for Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's it's been it's been fucking interesting, man. It fucking yeah. sucks. Yep. Well, you made it a pretty long time. I think we both did. Because we both got it this year for the first time. And, you know, having gone through all of, you know, 2020, 2021, and most of 2022, you know, we had a pretty good run. We had an amazing run. And what pisses me off the most is like, dude, we went to Comic-Con, which was what, 300,000 people? Something like that, yeah. And we didn't get it there. And we were everywhere among people. Yeah. we wore a mask. We were careful. Washed our hands. You know, we did all about uh, hand sanitizer. We did all that stuff, and it's like to get it here. Yeah, and I don't. I don't mind saying it. It's my stupid ass future brother in law who like fucking got it um, because he doesn't believe that the shit's real and doesn't want to get the vaccine. And well, it's, it's like- not Christian, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what and we had was just an adverse reaction to the microchips that the government put in us when we got obviously obviously (laughs) but like that's what it took man and like i hope if anyone from listening or watching this learns like just fucking do the right thing man because if if me and you can be around three hundred thousand fucking people and if three hundred thousand fucking people are being responsible and not pass the shit on but it just takes a fucking moron like yeah yeah. It, and, you know, think about like how rough we both had it and how much worse it would probably be if we didn't get the vaccine. You know what I mean? Because the vaccine is shown to lessen the symptoms also. So, you know, it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the most sick I've ever been, but it wasn't fun, you know. And, uh, you know, to think of it could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah, definitely everyone should get vaccinated boosted um i think i think probably in january i'll try to get another booster because by then my i think my antibodies will wear off um so you know it's good, good uh, i didn't think about that because i was going to get mine right away but you're right you can't get it you right can't after. get it right away yeah it's got to be like two or three months um i think is is what it says on the form but yeah well i had a fun uh couple of weeks also christian um i uh uh i had kidney stones and uh so that was pretty cool um and it it actually started about uh, a little over a month ago um peed out some blood one day and that was pretty cool you know that's always a shock to the system you're like oh shit (laughs) something could be terribly wrong inside me um but I wasn't having any pain or anything. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, went to the urologist and stuff. And that was, you know, its own whole ordeal and stuff. Um, Here's another public service announcement. Make sure you have a primary care doctor, because if you don't, like everything else gets more complicated. So I need to get on top of that and get myself one because mine retired and I just 
haven't gotten a new one. But the same um, pediatrician from when you were a kid? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. He, but he was old, and I was like, okay, well, I'm glad he's retired because he was a grouchy old man. But um, yeah, definitely, I definitely kind of slept on, you know, and and luckily I've been fairly healthy, so I haven't needed anything. But you know, th- going through this kidney stones thing without one was pretty rough. But um, yeah, I had no pain. But then two weeks ago, in fact, it was the night after we recorded our our last episode, which was um, the uh, what was the Black Panther episode that we did. Um, at about two in the morning, I was up reading um, the new Lost Metal book by Brandon Sanderson. And it was like two in the morning because it was real page turner. And I started getting this real bad pain in my back. And it, it it was just like, it wouldn't go away. It's one of those ones where you think it's like, oh, maybe, you know, you ever have like a, like a Charlie horse almost yeah. in your back where it's like, it tightens up real quick. But then after a few seconds, it kind of relaxes and, and it goes away. It's kind of like that, except it doesn't go away and it just keeps getting worse and worse and tighter and tighter. And um, so eventually I had to uh, wake up my roommate, Laura, and have her drive me to the hospital at two in the morning. That, so that was pretty fun. Um, and because I, by the time, by the time I finally made the decision where I'm like, I should go to the hospital, you know, my, my, my legs were shaking and stuff from the pain. And so I was like, I probably shouldn't drive myself. So <laughs> had her, had her drive me. So she's a real MVP for that one. And um, yeah, they gave me some pain meds, did a CT scan. I had a three millimeter stone in my urinary tract. Which, now what uh, is that in, uh, in 40K minis? Like, uh, <laughs> Well, the uh, 40K minis are a 32 millimeter scale. So, you know, it's, it's like, uh, what is that a a uh a eighth an eighth of an, a mini so it, it's so we're talking like like from like hand to like forearm of a mini is that what we're talking <laughs> like? uh yeah like maybe like a maybe like a boot like a boot of a mini you know right. and uh or in in normal ter- terms it's kind of uh it's kind of the size of like like a fruity pebble or a a rice crispy almost a little bit bit smaller than a rice crispy but um yeah so that was cool um and then so they gave me some pain meds and uh because and sent me home and it was like uh that was its own fiasco because i went to uh cvs and apparently my my uh uh insurance switched so cvs doesn't cover them anymore and so i was like okay can you send it to walgreens they're like no we can't because there's you know percocets on here which are uh uh, opioid pain medication i was like can't you just send it over to walgreens they're like no because it was already sent here like yeah but i haven't picked it up so can't you just send it over there it's not like i'm going to double up on it you know what i mean they're like nope our system won't let us i was like okay i was like so I was like, how much is it without insurance? She's like, let me see if I can do some discounts for you because I want to help you out. I'm like, okay, thank you. And she's like, uh, even even with the discounts I do, it's still going to be like thirty two fifty. I was like, like three thousand two hundred or thirty two dollars and fifty cents. She's like thirty two dollars. I'm like, just fucking fill the prescriptions. Who gives a shit? 
it's like she made it seem like it was gonna be like bankrupt me. I was like, dude, for 32 bucks, I will gladly pay it. Just fill those bottles. And uh that's when, that's when she knew you weren't an addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, he's like, oh, he's got thirty-two dollars easy. Yeah, yeah, he's not addicted. Yeah, yeah, fucking let's double that thing up. I'm I need this. And uh yeah, so that was its own thing. And so I've I've been on that and then another problem is this happened right before Thanksgiving. So I was about to run out of the the pain pills before Thanksgiving. And it's like, I wasn't in pain the whole time, which is good. So, but like every once in a while, it would flare up and you need to take some because otherwise it gets real bad real fast. And so I was close to running out. But luckily, my uh, dad had a little stockpile from last time he had kidney stones because he has them all the time, too. So uh, he, he topped me off, gave me a few more to get me through. And then on, on this last Monday, I I finally passed it. And it's and and so when you have kidney stones, you're supposed to pee through this little like screen. It's like a it's like a funnel, and it goes down into like a screen, like a mesh screen, because they want you to catch the stones so they can analyze it and see, you know, because if it's made out of like one thing, then it's like oh these are just normal kidney stones. Drink more water, you know, less oxalate type stuff. But if it's made out of something else, it's like oh your body's like actually producing something wrong it's more serious so i caught the stone and yeah it's like a little it's like a little brownish black rock and you definitely feel it when when you finally pass it It, i mean you feel it go like zip out and you're like oh and it's it like scrapes all the way out and so um yeah definitely not definitely not a good feeling but i'm glad it's over because it was a freaking nightmare um but yeah that's been been our past so i i've been dealing with that uh since before you got covid i've i've been doing that for two weeks now yeah i've just been giving cody terrible medical <laughs> advice i'm like dude what you gotta do is you gotta stick in your pee and that <laughs> yeah. way it pushes yeah. it out you know yeah you want it to be syrupy yeah that's <laughs> and i was like no christian that's exactly the problem is that you know I'm, i was dehydrated i guess um and uh you know if you, if you don't basically kidney stones are formed from mineral buildup in your kidneys. So several things cause that. One, too many of certain types of minerals. So uh, one thing they always recommend is don't drink iced tea because iced tea has, like black tea, has oxalates in it, which are a mineral that can build up. And then there's a lot of like calcium-enriched stuff. So like calcium-enriched orange juice, calcium-enriched, you know, milk, you know, all this stuff. Um, calcium can build up in there too. So, um, and then also just not drinking enough water. So your kidneys aren't getting flushed out often enough. And that's probably really what, what did it for me. Cause you know, I go out and play disc golf or regular golf and definitely don't drink enough water. I try to, you know, I bring a 32 ounce thing with me, but I don't always finish it. And I know I should. So make sure you guys drink water out there. There's a public hydrated. service announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. All right. Well, I mean, those can kind of those can kind of take the place of our nerdy confessions this week. <laughs> it's more of our health confessions. Um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, two new things. Uh, one thing that just came to an end, which is Andor season one, the Star Wars show on Disney Plus, um, and the other one is God of War Ragnarok, which is now out on PlayStation Five. Um, We'll give uh, spoiler-free reviews for the um, for God of War, 
just so you can know if like, hey, maybe you're thinking about buying it. Maybe you're thinking about getting it for a loved one for Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah. Um, you can uh, listen to our review and hopefully help guide you um, on whether or not it's worth getting. And then we'll talk and or and we'll let you know when the spoilers come up too because um, uh, that was a good show and there's some cool stuff that happens near the end. But yeah, let's start with God of War, Christian. So uh, so you've beat it? You've beat I the finished camera? it. Nice. I finished it. I did uh, most of the missions, um, except for what has replaced the Valkyrie battles. Um, and then there's a couple there's a couple other stuff, but it was amazing. It was amazing. I loved it. Story was great. Um, I enjoyed the relationship uh, more in between Kratos and Atreus in this one. Uh, I felt like he yelled at him too much in the first one. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Um, this one, it was definitely the relationship was, uh, was developed more. Uh, it was great. Uh, I love that you got to play. I don't think these aren't huge spoilers, but you get to play as a Brock and Sindri, or you get to have them on your side. Yeah. On little side missions. And they, and you get to play as Atreus solo as well. Yeah. Um, I, they were one of my favorite side characters of the game, uh, that Mimir, like, oh, like, I feel like everyone got, I wish there was. I wish there was, and maybe there is because I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. But I wish there was like a Mimir mini game where he's like, I can't get into this here. He's like, roll me in there, brother, and yeah. you just roll him, and it's like <laughs> you're rolling the head. That'd be yeah. fucking tight. Now all all the uh, the NPCs, like well, I guess no, there's still NPCs. All the NPCs were were great. Um, I hope and it does with at least Santa Monica. I hope they do more stuff where they make great. Um, little side characters i think more games can can uh, can learn from that where uh you can take these characters that i feel like maybe you, you don't think they were gonna have a bigger part but they get they get expanded uh, yeah but brock well, and sindri were great yeah they, they they were great in the first one too but definitely like i feel like sindri re- really gets uh, a cool storyline in this one um brock too does have his own thing going on as well um but that's i mean I got to say, like, because before this game came out, I had also replayed the uh, the first Viking God of War, not not God of War one all the way back on PlayStation one or whatever that was. Um, but I played the the first um, Santa Monica Studios God of War. And I, I just got to say, like what they did with that series was so masterfully done. It you know, the original game, while I do love them and they were epic in scale and brutal and super fun. And there was, you know, there was a bunch of just puzzles and things like that to solve. You know, they were, they were like a top down hack and slash type game. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, and the story was, you know, you're Kratos, you're super angry all the time and you're just killing all the gods. Like that's all, you know, that's what it boils down to. But in these games like the relationship between him and his son and then him having his sort of redemption arc um as like he's he's deciding who he wants to be right he's not going to be the god of war that that Ares was back in the original games right he's he's not going to be the god of war that he was in the original games um, he's going to, you know, forge his own path and make sure that his son is able to forge his own too. And it's just so good. 
and it's still like the gameplay is even better than than the original ones um you know and in this game even over the first one like has lots of cool stuff there's a uh won't ruin anything but there's there's a new weapon um for both uh, and, and let's be honest as there always is you know there's right. always a new weapon Right. Well, you know, in the first one, and you know, sorry to spoil the first one, though that game's been out for like three, four years now or whatever. But um, but like when you get the blades of chaos, you know what I mean? It's like that moment I remember I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome, this is so sick. But at the end of the day, it's the blades of chaos that you've always had in all the other games, right? But one of the cool things in the original games was that, you know, they had like the fist of Hercules yeah. or like, you know, these different I feel like there was a sickle somewhere. I think. Yeah, exactly. There's always these little ones that he would pick up um, throughout the missions and stuff. And so the first one was a little limiting. You just had the axe and the blades of chaos. Um, but this one, you get a new one um, for both Kratos and a new one for um, Atreus too. And um, it's really fun to see, you know, how those affect gameplay and whatnot. Um, but yeah, man, it's just so good. I will say my, my only real complaint for it is that like i didn't i didn't really care for odin's voice casting i um, loved it dude really <laughs> i love yeah. that they made him like some kind of like italian mob like, yeah he's totally like a mobster i i fucking i was for it i loved it um i didn't care that none of them sounded like vikings or nordic because let's be <laughs> honest like yeah this, 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 this is not gonna be that intimidating let's be like let's be real like um yeah I, but I, I guess it, i guess it's just hard because you know we we've had like anthony hopkins as odin in the marvel cinematic universe who's got this like regal air to him you know what i mean like i expected something like that and even when you were fighting like zeus and stuff in the original ones he's this big booming you know voice kind of thing and it was just like and he comes out he's like Hey, Kratos, come on, man. What are we trying to do here? You know, I don't want to start no war. You don't want to start no war. I'm just like, okay. I I loved it because, like, <laughs> at least the in mythology is kind of like Loki, where he's scheming. He wants to, yeah. he wants to know everything. He wants to figure everything out. Right. And, like, uh, that's, that's kind of how, without giving anything away, that's kind of what this character is doing. You know, he's like, oh, let me... Let me see if I can uh, manipulate these people into doing what I want them to do oh, without yeah. them realizing they're doing what I want them to do. So. And he's super, you know, he's super charismatic, you know, nothing, nothing against the voice actor. I just thought it was kind of a weird choice flavor wise, you know, cause like even in the last game, right? Like you have, you know, you have uh, like Balder, Balder and Freya and stuff and they, they're not like, they're not doing like a Shakespearean English accent or anything, but they do sound like what you might imagine like the gods would sound like kind of thing but then then odin comes out and he's like the skeevy little dude i'm like oh okay weird weird choice but all right just wait wait towards later later things yeah. uh it's it's great yeah but uh yeah it's it's a, it's a great game so far definitely worth a buy for sure i mean um and and this is a time when there's a lot of cool games coming out call of duty modern warfare 2 uh just launched also um, which is super fun. Um, you know, if you, if you like Call of Duty, I should say. 
I haven't grabbed it. I but I did finish. I was like, I need like I just finished God of War. I need something epic. And so I just downloaded, I haven't started yet, but uh Last of Us remastered. So I'm just gonna run through that again, which I Dude, know is gonna be epic. The one the one thing you should you should check out is Callisto Protocol, which comes out next week, I believe. Okay. Which is the the creators of Dead Space basically made a, a spiritual successor to Dead Space I'm after down. their after their studio got bought out and shut down basically um but uh yeah it's a good time for games but god of war is definitely like it's a it's a shining example of what video games should be um and man it's good but god the that what they did with those games are so, is so so well done also it's kind of cool to see uh deborah ann wall as uh yeah. as a character in there i guess won't spoil who she is but she's in there and um there's also that young girl what was she from uh the i, forget the what I, I don't know no, her no not her the um the throod yeah what's she from i i don't know i can look it up but yeah all, yeah all the characters are great man she, she's I, I could you could tell um because they do like the facial capture kind of thing um you could tell that she was from something i just can't can't quite place her um, While you're looking that up, uh, well, first I should say I hope Ninja Theory gets another game because Ninja Theory is another company that I feel does amazing games. Um, but an indie game that I downloaded and finished playing, uh, which Cody will love, it's called Stray, where you play a stray cat. Um, oh, frick! Odin was uh, Richard Schiff from West yeah. Wing. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Come That's on, man! Funny. You can see in his face the way he speaks. Um, it's but got an eye, eye patch on, you know. Yeah. Stray for anyone who wants to play an indie game. It was great. Uh, you play as a cat. Um, you do everything. It's it's a puzzle oh, game. It, you do a lot of was, cats, dude. The, the girl who plays Throod is Penny in the new Lost in Space. Well, not new anymore, but the Netflix Lost in Space. Penny, the, the sister. Or not, not whatever like the middle sister was. <laughs> Not, not. I remember not, watching a couple episodes of Lost in Space, and I don't remember uh, who the actress is. It was pretty good, pretty good. But anyway, but yeah, definitely worth a buy. You'd agree? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, before we take our break, we'll start with a, just kind of a spoiler-free review of uh, Andor. Like, should people go and watch it? Because I know you were a little hesitant when you started watching it. You kind of slowed I, down at first. Um, are we going to go into details or spoilers? We'll, go, we'll, we'll do spoilers after we take okay. a break. But then I will should people down. watch it? Like, yes. What, what do you think? Yes. Push yourself through it, but yes. Yeah. I think, you know, when when the series first came out and we did our brief little taster on it, where... I think uh, it was, I forget if it was you or I who said, I think that they had to start this series with those three episodes at once because oh, yeah. it's so slow to start off. But once it picks up speed, it, I mean, it's some of the best Star Wars content out there, as far as I'm concerned, since the original stuff. Um, and it's, it's a, a, an interesting look that we've never really seen before with Star Wars. Because in every piece of Star Wars content we've gotten, there's always been some sort of Jedi focus, Jet Force focus, right? Even the Mandalorian, right? Um, we have, you know, Baby Grogu, who's uh, a, a Padawan, essentially. And 
you know, even though Mando is not a force user himself, and even in the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett isn't, we still have Grogu in the background who is uh, tying everything back to the Jedi. This one has nothing to do with Jedi. There's no Jedi um, except for, you know, maybe, maybe there's one hidden in plain sight. We'll talk about later, but um, uh, and for some, for me, that sounds like, okay, am I going to be really into this? Is this going to be something that's, that's, you know, um, that, that I'm interested in because rogue one, as good of a movie as it was, it was like, okay, like most of it was just fine. And then of course, when Darth Vader comes out, I'm like, fuck yes, I love this. Um, but this one, the, what Tony Gilroy and the, the rest of the uh, showrunners did, um, they made like a, a spy espionage thriller in the Star Wars universe, and it's awesome. So definitely worth a watch. I would highly recommend. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to lead into some bigger stuff, I'm sure. So um, I think it's definitely worth the watch. But we'll talk uh, more little spoilers in just a minute. We're going to take a quick little break for some advertisements. And then when we get back, we'll talk spoiler talk for Andor. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, so I don't have my little spoiler button here, but just know... (laughs) <laughs> um we're gonna be talking some spoilers for Andor. So if you haven't seen it yet or you haven't finished it yet, you might want to watch that before um before listening to this. So um I mean for me this show was you know it it may be called Andor, but it's it's more like the birth of the rebellion, right? Yeah, I mean like let me tell you where I'm excited to talk about it. Where sure. um, it got amazing, and I almost wish it had started there and just expanded longer, was in the prison. Yes. Or even even in the beach, like when he gets arrested. But the most interesting part uh, to me was, uh, I, I guess, we're, yeah, you already said spoilers. So yeah. people are getting arrested for bullshit ass reasons. For stupid bullshit yes. ass reasons, and um, you you learn through the character Andor's perspective that oh, we're getting arrested to be put in jail to be worked as slave labor because yes. it's cheaper to feed a slop than it is to fix droids and keep them running. Right, and so we are being used as slave labor to build these things for the Empire, and right. it's like we're never getting out. People's stays just keep getting extended for more bullshit ass reasons oh yeah and it, that to me was fucking and, and you know, of course andy circus was there who's amazing and yes. everything he fucking does so but that to me was like yes that is an amazing reason why you would want to fight in a rebellion like um yeah. well like, i think i think one thing that that you know that you're touching on that i thought was so good about this which is the same thing the same thing that um that rogue one did for darth vader where darth vader for us right has he's he's got this reputation as this completely scary like 
you know, Sith monster who's ruling the galaxy, right? But we, you don't really see that much in the original series. Yes, he, you know, he chokes people and stuff, but we don't see why people are terrified of him. Like, if he just chokes you a little bit here and there, like, who cares? Just don't be around him. You know what I mean? Some people are into that, you know? Some people like that, you know? He's like, oh, what? What? Sorry. Um, but in the end of Rogue One, we, we really see why the Rebel Alliance was so terrified of him. Because he just, like, goes into a ship full of people by himself and just annihilates them, right? Like, without even breaking a sweat, you know? And you could hear it if he was breathing hard, and he wasn't, you know? <laughs> and and uh, in He the, hit that I, button that kind of muted his breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> takes one big one <laughs> um but what this what this show did is it showed why the empire was so terrible because again in the original series like yes they have the death star and it blow up alderaan like oh shit that's crazy but like by that point the rebel alliance was already a thing they were already trying to bring down the empire and we didn't know why we're always told why they're terrible but we're never really shown why they're terrible. Other than blowing up Alderaan, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, well, like I said, by the time they blow up Alderaan, the Rebel Alliance was already in full swing. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, what got the Rebel Alliance going? Like, they just didn't like the government, you know, the Empire's policies. We didn't really, we didn't see why their impact on the galaxy at, at large. And this movie really shows both in, uh, I forget what the planet was called where Andor and his mom were staying, but like when they come in and, and take over that town, you know, and, uh, or when they're on the other planet where the heist is, when they're like, you know, uh, standing over and watching these guys, religious procession or whatever at gunpoint, um, or the, the prison where they have all these guys who are like, Andor was literally just walking down the street and, gets like a guy runs by him and the stormtrooper's like hey where are you going he's like oh i was just i was just walking he's like and that was a six-year prison sentence you know what i thought was hilarious was like he didn't do anything illegal at the moment yeah but they definitely did get the right guy right <laughs> it's, something well, else. it's like you know it's like the guy who like you know like they they find out like he's murdered 27 people but he gets pulled over for a speeding ticket you know what i yeah. mean <laughs> Um, or OJ Simpson, where he gets tries to sell or steals back sports memorabilia, you know, it's and they like get them for all the time, yeah, they get yeah. the time for that, yeah. So, um, but it really, it really shows how oppressive the empire was, and I thought that was a really cool aspect of this show. Um, and uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention Stellan Skarsgård and his fucking incredible performance oh yeah i mean he goes to being the uh the rebel i guess like the puppet master of the rebels to being the uh the guy selling the antique you know it's like when he puts on the when he puts on the wig and 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 practices smiling in the mirror and stuff you're like oh fuck this guy is like essentially a sociopath who's you know basically uh playing this role just keep himself hidden. Um, also, uh, Genevieve O'Reilly, who played uh, Mon Mothma, was incredible as well. Um, where Mon Mothma was always this character that you kind of see in the background, like, why is this lady with the bowl cut, and, you know, <laughs> giving orders to all these rebels, you know, in, in the big, apron, the big, you know, 
giant curtain dress you know that she's wearing it's like oh this is why you know she's she's been in the senate this whole time secretly trying to get things going even though she kind of you know she's she kind of plays the part of the uh you know the kind of half-hearted dissenter or whatever um but in in essence she really is a threat so i thought i thought her all the scenes with her and her husband and stuff were really good because he's just like a total shithead when they were starting to connect that maybe she was laundering money um she totally threw her husband under the bus like so that the driver can hear is oh yeah. him and his stupid gambling debt gambling like, again who where have you been doing it he's like i haven't been doing it. he's like i know you've been doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like like denying it and it's just but it's like you know he's being honest that he hasn't but like he totally just sounds like some guy who's like just trying to lie his way out of it like no, yeah. some degenerate yeah Nah, baby, I haven't been playing anything. No. Yeah, yeah. They've been telling you lies, lies. I say. <laughs> I've been watching a bunch of Wookies and cage fights. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I can smell them on you. I can smell the wet fur. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just really good. Now, uh, I, I kind of mentioned this before the break. Do you think Stellan Skarsgård is a hidden Jedi? Oof, I don't know if he's a hidden Sith. To be honest, man, because uh, I mean. Like he was willing to sacrifice. Like, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, um, Saw Guerrero. Like, yeah, he's always been kind of like this wild card who's willing to do some questionable things to, like, you yeah. Know, uh, and, he, and even he was like, "Whoa, dude, you're sending this to this guy?" Oh uh, yeah, like yeah. I mean, Skarsgård totally sent people to die on purpose, yeah. full knowing, knowing full well, and yeah, even Saw. Well, I mean, like, I will say he like he didn't initially send them to die on purpose. He sent them, they got busted and he didn't, he didn't want to tell them that they had been busted. So he sent them anyway. Yeah. Um, so that they, they would get taken out so that they wouldn't blow his cover, blow the fact that he has an informant on the inside. Yeah. And I mean like his, his, his rationale of why he let things progress a certain way makes sense, but it takes a cold blooded person to sacrifice innocent people like yeah in his mind yes the end did justify the means like this is what's going to push everyday people to side with us or else they're just going to go along with it so but again even Saul was just like like you're a cold son of a bitch man. yeah he's like Th- those are our people <laughs> I like I like what he was like when he was like who, who's your who's your source he's like it's two tubes the guy with the, the tubes yeah. he's like what it's not me i'm like always here <laughs> um but I, I watched this uh i had kind of a feeling that maybe he's hiding something even more that we haven't seen and then i watched this video by uh, uh the, the youtube channel screen crush um which is a great channel you guys should check them out um if you haven't seen any of their videos where they kind of nail down who he might be even and there's this um there was this jedi that was mentioned i i can't recall his name now um who was he was in like a one of these like expanded universe like encyclopedias or something like that he was mentioned and um apparently that guy had a a connection in coruscant who um who was like an antique stealer and when order 66 came down this Jedi gathered a bunch of Jedi artifacts and gave it to this guy. Be like, here, 
you know, hold on to these, keep these safe. This is the Jedi history, you know, so like holocrons, you know, maybe some lightsabers, what have you, Jedi texts and, and whatnot. Um, and apparently um, at some point that, you know, um, that uh, antique dealer gets killed. And so the Jedi comes out of hiding and assumes his identity. And so they're thinking that this may be, or I guess may, maybe that doesn't happen in the story, but maybe that's that's like the theory behind it, is that maybe that this is uh, a Jedi who has forsaken the light side of the Force, which is why he does these these things. And he even says at one point when he's doing his big like monologue on that to the the informant guy, he's like, "I've given everything, you know. I I have to use." The, the weapons of my enemies against my enemies so thinking that he may be like using the the dark side against the empire um which like is a really cool story and i hope that that's true because i want to see something like that because he would be the second jedi that uses the dark side right i think uh mace windu was like i think he uses some like he had studied the uh the dark side and he created like his own fighting style to fight against yeah him. Yeah, he yeah he he had like, I think there had been a couple Jedi who had like studied bits and pieces of it, right? But none of them had truly fallen to the dark side necessarily on purpose, and that's that was the theory on on Stellan Skarsgård's character. I would love to see that because I think, you know, one problem that that Star Wars has is, yes, we started off with these original three movies where it's good guys, bad guys, and there's no like middle ground, right? Um, but, you know, in real life, there is always a middle ground. And you can see when pushed to the brink of extinction, why a Jedi might be like, hey, maybe maybe I'll try this out to survive, to, to help my people survive or whatever. Um, and I think that would be a really interesting story to tell. So I, I hope that they, you know, that we do see something like that in the future. Um, any other any other thoughts on the old Andor Christian? No, man, it was uh, the speech at the end. I forgot the character's name. Uh, oh, the, his mom, the auntie in uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, adopted adopted mom. Um, yeah, that that speech uh, was inspiring. It was great. Um, I I wish she had had more screen time because like she was she was great too, man. Um, or maybe later on down the line, maybe we'll get a little bit more of like other things she had done. Um, one thing one thing I thought was cool in this too, is like they weren't like every character Andor meets does not become like you know a plucky side character with their own like story, right? Like there there's a bunch of guys who just die, you yeah. know, like in the prison escape, like multiple people just died, multiple town folk. They're just, oh, that guy's dead. You like, oh, he has this one little moment where he fights against the empire, but he gets killed, you know, and that's, that's a very different feel to star Wars. And it's refreshing because like, you know, I, I think, I think that's among other things, one of the main glaring problems with, the sequel trilogy is that there was never stakes right in this one there's stakes right people die all the time you know and we we know from rogue one that andor eventually dies um so it's not like 
it's not like these legendary characters that get to ride off into the sunset. It's like, no, this rebellion is built on, you know, the bodies of the people who came before it and founded it. Well, yeah, Andy really Circus, and correct me if I'm wrong, he died, right? Because he's like, he can't swim. And he he's... Can't, well, they, they took him back and then they cloned him and turned him into Snoke. So that's. Oh yeah, I guess so. That's what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, he 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 probably stayed on thing or he drowned. You know, who knows? We don't know. You know, maybe we'll see him come back. But I'd be okay if we didn't. Also, you know, I love Andy Circus, but like, I don't want every single character to have like some huge impact on it, right? I just want you know, it's okay that like, oh, this guy, you know, like the 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 heist crew right like most of those guys died yeah. you know and it's like that's okay that shows the cost of rebelling against the empire right it makes the empire scary it makes the rebellion have a purpose and a weight and a cost and i think that's important to make it feel important right but yeah i thought it was great and let us know what you guys thought down in the comments uh hit us up on instagram or twitter or facebook let us know what you thought of Andor, uh, did you love it or did you hate it? Like, I know it's, I, I feel like it's not going to be for everyone, but I got to imagine if you're a big Star Wars fan, it's going to, it's going to feel pretty good. So we'd love to hear from you guys. And while you're down there, like, and subscribe, hit the little thumbs up button or whatever on iTunes. We do appreciate you guys. Uh, and check out patreon.com slash nerds of friends, help support the show by donating to, you know, us monetarily build our own little rebellion here you know so i think i think uh you know that that's how that's how uh rebellions are built on hope and money they, they left that out of rogue one <laughs> no not really that's what the whole heist was about that's what the whole heist was about yeah um but yeah christian i'm glad you're feeling you're at least on the mend so yeah mending for sure that's cool i'm glad glad that little fucking uh rock is out of my out of my pee hole so that's cool but uh thank you guys for listening we'll see it we'll be back next week back to our uh regular schedule so uh, we don't have to worry about us missing a bunch of of time and such but uh thank you guys for listening and uh to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you